world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. You look very cute for radio today, John. Thank you. You look very, very cute for radio. Uh, John Pascarello is on, on the show today. A.K.A. Jim. <laughs> you called him Jim. I, I do you did. have that on tape? I John Pascarello is on the show, longtime Gun For Hire radio listener. I'm going to get into him, introduction, and everything in a couple of minutes. But first, I want to congratulate uh, uh, Captain John Uzzolino, Woodland Park Police Department, yeah, was just was. promoted to captain. And I was so overjoyed with it. It's five years later. I decided to buy the entire department new guns again. Again? Yes. A range like no other. Gun for hire. Oh. We are the tip of the spear, and we give back to the community. I also want to thank everybody who's been dropping off Toys for Tots items. We have about two weeks left to go. Did they wear go. their guns out in five years? or No, but they, went, but they went with better technology. Oh. Details to follow. <laughs> okay. Uh, Toys for Tots is still going on. We have a drop-off bin here. You can also order the toys on Amazon.com and have them shipped to the Woodland Park Range or Gun for Hire, 1267 McBride Avenue in Woodland Park. Now the bad news, and then we'll get into John after this. Of course, as predicted, the Third Circuit uh, voted 2-1 to one to unsurp more of what little rights we have in New Jersey. So. And now we're off to the Supreme Court, and we're hoping that the U.S. Supreme Court will grant cert. Now, there was three judges on this panel, and uh, Scott Bach had spoken about this. And uh, let's talk about it. We had a uh, Obama appointee who already made up her mind before the uh, hearing started mm -hmm. and against us. And we had a Clinton appointee who was 50-50 on the deal. And we had a Trump appointee who wrote the dissent against the majority. And let me tell you what Judge Bebas wrote right now. Uh, he authored a forceful dissent pointing out that the majority refused to apply standard constitutional principles to the case and instead treated the Second Amendment differently than any other constitutional right. Judge Bebas observed the Second Amendment is an equal part of the Bill of Rights. We must treat we, we must treat the right to keep and bear arms like other enumerated rights as the Supreme Court insisted in Heller. He rejected what he termed the majority's watered-down approach to the Second Amendment. So what they're saying is New Jersey's tact of maybe lowering mass shootings does not violate our Second Amendment rights. So it was a two-to-one, and now we're headed to... Uh, we're headed to the Supreme Court with this. We're, we're plagued by mass shootings yes. here in New Jersey. Let's hope, let's hope we're granted cert. Now, John, before you come on, one more mm -hmm. thing. I posted the other day, four days left for the mag ban. I said, if you are reaching out to me now and asking me questions now, like, 
when did this happen? How much time do we have? Can I still keep them? Are we grandfathered in? You do not deserve to own a gun in New Jersey. And I said you should turn it in and buy lipstick and heels with the money. Okay? For you women out there, I'm sorry if I offend it. You should turn them in and buy more lipstick and more heels if you didn't know what was going on. I am appalled by this. And a lot of people uh, got in my face saying, well, I work hard all day and I don't know what's going on. So tough shit. You own a gun, you have to get engaged, you have right. to get involved. This is not owning a gun in 1953 anymore. Mm. This is owning a firearm and exercising your Second Amendment right in 2018. If you're not going to stay abreast, if you're not going to be involved politically, if you're not going to be involved with donating time or money, then shut up and get rid of your gun. I've had it, okay? Mm -hmm. I cannot wait until a week or two after this mag ban so I can sleep at night because all of my paths of social media and email, text messages, uh, gun for hire emails, I am talking about 30 different avenues. I am getting contacted nonstop from people whose heads are so deep in their ass, they're tickling their uvula. Does that make sense? I like yeah, I they said can uvula. See, yeah, they can see their, uh, their tonsils from yes. the view. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of it. All right, it's been nonstop for three weeks now. When did this happen? Are we grandfathered in? This, that, and the other thing. You know, I was talking to these guys. Look at France. Mm -hmm. These yellow vests. Everybody in France that owns a motor vehicle, whether it's a car, truck, or a bus, has to have a yellow vest in their vehicle for safety. If you break down or something, accident on the side of the road, it's a pretty good concept, yeah. actually, right? Prevent people from getting uh, killed, you know, by a distracted driver or whatever. So these people, Macron passed... Or it makes a, it easier to fund the body. Correct. Yeah. Macron passed a carbon tax to help fund the whole global warming initiative. This is very important. So <laughs> the people in France said, we're being treated better than the migrants. That sounds familiar. Notice any parallel there? We're paying more taxes as citizens than everybody else in our country. And the elites are getting away with murder and not paying their fair share of taxes. So it started with 250 yellow vests. It went to 250,000 yellow vests. Last weekend was a million yellow vests went out. And you know what they did? They went to all the tourist spots and created havoc and traffic. And, you know, some got a little rambunctious. A couple of hundred cars may have gotten flipped and burned. And the uh, the Arc de Triomphe. Uh, was, uh, was was desecrated and and spray painted. Well, in in Europe, it's easy to flip mm. cars, bro. They're so small. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Couple John and <laughs> yeah. I, you do it by oh, accident. A yeah. red a Red Bull each. We could yeah. flip every car on one side of the street, yeah. laughing, Pretty and then work our way down the other side. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so here's what happened. France, the French government, blinked. Macron at first said he was going to suspend the tax for six months. The protesters didn't let up, so he completely annihilated this additional tax. So the protesters, all of a sudden, they got a taste of freedom, something we haven't had in New Jersey and other socialist states for the past 30 years. They're not stopping. Their goal this weekend is to have 2 million people out there protesting in a country of 67 million in all the tourist spites. All tourism has gone down to the crapper in France. Nobody wants to travel there. You don't want to be in an Uber when it gets flipped and set on fire, right? <coughs> you want to sit by your cafe and drink your coffee and, and your croissant, mm -hmm. and you can't if guys in yellow vests are coming by with axe handles like me, smashing <laughs> everything in their path. They're asking for more stuff now. They want the standard of living of free stuff for the migrants to be lowered down, and they want retirees and veterans to get more money. Does this sound familiar?
We live in a three-tiered system in the state of New Jersey and the United States, and don't forget that. So that's it. I got it out. By the way, my rants, I can't believe it. An Amazon driver pulled up alongside me the other day. I was walking Winston where I live, and he goes, are you Anthony? I said, yeah. He goes, I love your rants. Okay, that's pretty cool. My rants are on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Check them out. Share them. Share them everywhere. I just reposted my original I Will Not Comply video from 2013 just to give people a taste of what it's like to have stones. Right. It looks like at this point in our country and New Jersey, we're going to have to go to France to borrow yellow vests and some courage like the Wizard of Oz. Okay, Because <laughs> we seem to have lost our courage in this country. That's it. I'm done. John, John Pascarello, you were living in Mexico? Yes, that's correct. Tell me about Mexican gun okay. laws. Okay, so just for the listeners at home, I'm a medical student with uh, UAG. That's uh, Universidad Autónoma de Guadalajara. It's the only Spanish I know. It's the only Spanish I'm going to be putting Sound on this. Sound good. <laughs> it's the only Spanish I know, like I said. So uh, basically the program is out of Guadalajara, Mexico, which is in uh, the state of Jalisco. Just a little fun fact. Yes, Mexico is a technically a United States uh, they have 31 separate states. Um, so, in Mexico, there is yeah. I was living down there for two years. There were there is one legal gun shop in Mexico. It's in the um, the capital city, uh, Mexico City, and it's on a military base. It's basically a, a gray, nondescript building, you know, behind some gate, basically. Uh, in order for you to purchase a firearm in that in Mexico, basically you need to get an ID card. You have to have letters of literally letters of recommendation. You have to go through extensive background checks, psych checks. Basically, nothing we're not strangers to here. Weird, Sounds familiar, strange parallel. Yeah. So now most of the firearms down there uh, are limited to law enforcement and military. So you can't own military calibers. This being nine millimeter, five five six, forty five ACP. You name it. So what civilians are allowed to own, and this is a very synopsis version, but uh, for pistols, you can only own 380 Auto, 38 Special, and 22. For shotguns, 12 and 20 gauge. For rifles, nothing over 30 caliber. Uh, so you are allowed to own 223s. You are not allowed to own 556 because... They got that law from Europe and India, by the yes. way, with the 30 caliber. That's where they stole that yes. from. Which is weird, because what if you want to collect an infield? You know, so is that you extra three thousandth of an inch? You can't That's have it. so stupid. In India, they, they did that specifically in India during the colonialism days, so they couldn't own uh, infields. The British did that on purpose. So go ahead, John. So basically, you get your permit. You have to fly or drive, to, uh, actually drive, to Mexico City, go to this military base, hand in all your paperwork, put your wallet away, or give them your wallet, give them this, give them that. Then you walk in... You take your pick, and you go from there. And you you're going to continue when we come back. Okay. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise, and although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day, she was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. 
Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. This segment of our show is being brought to you by 2A chiropractor Dr. Henry Medallion. We've been telling you about Dr. Medallion for quite a while now, but here's Jen, a listener and a busy mother of three, to tell her story. I'm a mom of three kids, and um, I've got two herniated discs, and I have some sciatic issues. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, literally. I just, I would be in pain, and I'd sit, sit down like I was an 80-year-old. And I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots. I've got nerve ablations, and nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. And I heard Dr. Medallion and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak. So I was like, why not try them out? So I went down there, tried them out. Now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. So if you're in pain, take it from Jen. Relief is just a click away. Dr. Henry Medallion, Medallion Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N.com. Right. Anthony? What? We were just discussing John is going to be a doctor and he wants to be a trauma surgeon. And I said Sandy was a trauma surgeon. What? Civil, Civil, Civil War. War. Civil yeah. War trauma surgeon. Civil War. That's where the term uh, sawbones came from. That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So Ed, talk to us about Mexico. So, like I was saying, when you go back, when you go to this nondescript building in Mexico City to get your gun, you turn in all your paperwork. You have to turn in your driver's license, all that stuff, and they basically register you. 
and uh, you pick your gun, you get a permit to take the gun home, and that's where it stays. There are ranges, but you also need permits to go out to these ranges, all this stuff. Uh, it's a very crappy system because Mexico, they sell about, I think it's 11,000 firearms a year, and yet I believe it's they have double the gun deaths in that country because of the cartel and the drug wars that's been going oh, on. Oh, yeah, those, those... It's horrendous. Yeah. Guadalajara is actually a safe haven for uh, a lot of the um, former cartel people. What, uh, they, like, retire there? They retire there. It's, there's a lot, a lot of ritzy-ditzy people living there. And uh, the thing is, Mexico as well as Latin America, they, they really don't care about their people in, like, what we... Uh, well, what's the best way to word this? They I don't want to say they don't care. It's just that they put their interests before their people. So... Hmm. If there's money to be had, they will look at the money before they look at helping people. And if when, once it comes to the point, where, oh yeah, we can help you now, they'll build like a like let's say they want to build a hospital, they'll build like this little dinky building that's basically going to collapse. You know, they really just don't care. As I like to put it, in that part of the world, you are either rich or you're varying degrees of poor. We are blessed in this country to have the middle class that we have. Because a straining, yes, rapidly disappearing middle class. But it, we have a middle class yes. nonetheless. Yes. So we can still bring it back. So, like I said, the the laws in Mexico are just horrendous. They are obviously aren't working. Uh, as for a magazine limit, I don't believe they have one, at least not in my uh, research. Um, again, I couldn't really own a gun down there. I was a third-party citizen, so I wasn't allowed to own. But my friend who had dual citizenship down there told me all the... You know the ins and outs of how to get it, and the easiest way to get one, other than illegally, is um, uh, it's inherited to you. So if you have an uncle or a grandfather who has an old rifle or something or an old shotgun, then they can give you like you know that you have like fill out paperwork and they you know transfer the gun that way. Now on the flip side, <laughs> I am doing my rotations out in Tucson, Arizona. All you need to purchase a firearm in Tucson, Arizona, or actually all of Arizona, is a ID card. I was able to get this within two weeks, and within those two weeks, I was able to purchase a shotgun and a couple handguns, and they're sitting in my apartment out there right now. Plus, you also don't have to worry about magazine restrictions or you know having to weld your flash hider compensator but, but, on the end of the barrel. But they're turning too. Because they, have they just elected cinema. They did elect cinema, but uh, the thing is, uh, the difference between Arizona and out here is that you have people out there that will actually fight and care about their Second Amendment rights. They, I mean, are they French out there? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, out here in New Jersey, you have X amount. You have like what about a, a million gun owners in this state? But uh, a lot of them don't want to fight. You know, they because oh, it's too expensive, or I don't have time, or this. There's always time to fight for your rights. You know, you just got to make time. Uh, at least in Arizona, again, the people out there, the Second Amendment is so ingrained in their culture and society that if cinema tries anything, like a magazine ban, I guarantee you it will be met with extreme backlash. And I the hope reason, so. And the reason why Arizona's turning is because you get a lot of Californians moving out there, and you also have the colleges. You have a lot of uh, out-of-state people who are voting yes, in their exactly. elections, which... And the dead people. To. And the dead people, of course. You know, think about this. The election in Arizona uh, was delayed about a week, and Cinema won by twenty thousand votes. Weird. So, mm -hmm. I don't know uh, what's going on. You know, my my nose is in a book constantly, learning about uh, you know the human body and stuff. But uh, I have to say, this country's turning, and I really hope that we can wake up soon. You know, I, really I don't do. know about that. I don't know. I look state to state. I keep watching what's going on. 
and the the liberal cancer, the socialist cancer, is just spreading. It's horrendous. They're teaching these kids in school. They just had a uh, school teacher in the Midwest that banned candy canes being on display because he said the J stands for Jesus. Actually, it uh, represents the shepherd's crook from uh, biblical times. But correct. But he's saying that the, the J is for Jesus, and it's well. Offensive. You see, that's that's the thing. Well, they also said my dad was telling me this yesterday. Uh, Peta came out with this statement. You can't say bringing home the bacon because correct. it's offensive. You have to say bringing home the bacon. And I now say bring home the bagel and the bacon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, on top of that, you got people saying all this stuff about uh, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer now. Oh, apparently this is offensive. That's offensive. it's like just can't and you so shut up and let people enjoy life? You know, is it offensive because he's he might have a drinking problem? Couldn't maybe Could they be. were saying Hermie was also like a psychopath you know, because uh, uh, you know where do you get the doll's teeth? You know, That's they weird. went after baby. It's cold outside, so we did a meme with two girls in the range cuddling like friends, yeah. like hugging each other in front of a target and the height. The headings, baby, it's cold outside. Oh God! Because I like to poke the bear well, in the uh, eye and twist it whenever possible. Well, you see, that's the thing. You know, we have this rhetoric nowadays where people are just offended by everything, and it's like, okay, your opinions are subjective. If you are offended by the air currents coming out of my vocal cords, you need to rethink your life choices. Plain and simple. If you're offended by that sign back there, just for example, that sign. Hey, God gave you the ability to do this. No, it's not ways. how the liberal mindset so, works today. They were make ABC was was covering the Bush forty one funeral, and they all got into a whole thing joking about what Donald Trump's funeral would I be like that. for fifteen minutes on live TV. They're, they didn't say anything about uh, George H W. They just kept giggling and saying there'll be a throne and there'll be this and that. They were just making fun. It's, they were it's also, sick. They were it's also sick. saying about. Uh, they were giving him crap for not uh, reciting the Apostles' Creed or something yes. like that. And it's like, okay, he didn't recite the Creed. Whatever. He's not a religious I don't, it's guy. Not a, he's not a religious he, man. He's religious when it's convenient. Many people are like that. Right. But at the same time, th the media alone has become this grand falloon of stupidity. These, these people think, you know, it's an echo chamber. These people say one thing and everybody believes it. But they don't do the research, and that's the problem with people of my generation, because I can guarantee you, whenever you want to look something up, all we do is we type on our phones, and we say, okay, uh, how many bones in the human body? And then you see the first listing, and it says, oh, 300 and whatever. And it's like, oh, okay, that's right. No, it's not. We don't do extensive research anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all it's on all the surface, all topographical research. Exactly. If I tell you, oh, this is water, but it's actually uh, eight, like hydrogen peroxide, and you drink it, well, you just took what I said for face value. You didn't do the research. You didn't open it up. You didn't smell it. You didn't do anything. That's what you're dealing with nowadays. And and you're accepting the fact that Google is is not fallible, <laughs> parsing <laughs> what you're seeing. Exactly. Which is, as we know now, not... It's all corrupt. Even, uh, what's his name, uh, Tim Cook from Apple was on a podium yeah. earlier this week saying that it's our obligation mm -hmm. to censor uh, people. No, it's not. Fine. That's yeah. against the First Amendment. Correct, if, but they, if, if but they okay. own the platform. Here's the other stupid thing about that. People are just talking about our Second Amendment rights. Oh, well, you know, back when it was written, we used muskets and blah, 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 blah. Well, also back then, the First Amendment was, you know, stuff was written by hand. Stuff was written on uh, printing press. You know, rights don't change just because technology advances. You know, it's okay for you to go off on your social media and, you know, bitch moan and complain about whatever, but it's not okay for me to own an AR-15 that I custom built to suit my liking for Correct. what I want to do. So, it's like, where do you draw the line? You guys are just cherry picking. 
And a musket at the time was the state of the art technology. Sure. Yes. It was from clubs yeah. and knives. Right. To, although I prefer an axe. But it was from clubs and knives, and a, a musket was the thing. Absolutely. And on top you of know? that, you had other, I guess you didn't. Could, "Quote unquote assault weapons of the day." You had early pepper boxes. You had the Giordoni yeah, air right, rifle, which right, could so actually do sure. some damage. If you yeah. read, if you read "Undaunted Courage" by Stephen Ambrose, okay. they talk about the Giordoni air rifle. They were how many uh, bison they killed in the Midwest with yeah. that. If they didn't have that, the Indians would have killed them about twelve days into their journey um, across the uh, what was it called again? "Undaunted Courage." It was there was a trail called uh, the. Tra- the uh Trail of Tears? No. No, no that was the, the It was... Um, oh. oh, I know. Shh. Wow, I'm getting old, man. I'm getting okay. old. Jefferson commissioned them yeah. to go from the Mississippi out to the West Coast. Oh, the Lewis and Clark expedition? The Lewis expedition? and Clark expedition, yeah. yeah. The Giordoni Air Rifle. There's one on display at the National mm-hmm. Firearms Museum, NRA in Virginia. It's oh, wow. beautiful. Uh, but it, it, you worked with a bladder, and it killed... Uh, it killed bison, and the Made Indians an were Italian deathly afraid. Idea. Yes, the Indians were, uh, it was an assault weapon for sure. As soon as the Indians saw it kill something, they all of a sudden got friendly and decided to <laughs> trade with the Lewis and Clark expedition. Yeah, they got smart. Yes, they were like, oh, oh shit. Well, you see, here's the other thing, uh, you know, getting on the topic of the magazine bands and all that and having high capacity with all that junk. The um, In California, our most recent shooting, uh, the gentleman used a uh, extended magazine and a Glock. I think it's 19 illegal in California. I, exactly. It's illegal in California. You notice you don't really hear about that Because the press anymore. doesn't want to dwell on that. Exactly. Because another law failed. Yeah, exactly. You see, I actually set up this, uh, I guess you could say it, it's kind of a system or an algorithm of uh, ha- when they cover a shooting. And basically it has to do with the weapon used, the age of the people killed and the amount of people killed. So if it meets two of those three criteria, and there are other outlier criteria, like how many shooters were there, um, was it in a state that had like a particular law, and they all like add and subtract points based on this. It's still I'm still working it out, but generally those first three that I mentioned, if you have two of those three, it um, it'll be covered in the media because it suits their need. For example, Newtown, you had 20 kids that were killed, so that's 20, and they were killed. Uh, they were like six, seven, eight years old. So right then, it's absolutely tragic, but they were standing on the graves of these poor kids yep. trying to further an agenda. Napping calls them blood dancers. Exactly. Now, happens with that, every weekend in Chicago. And it does, really and no one complains. Uh, now, some of the outlier criteria, like I said, just for example, Columbine, was uh, you had two shooters, but these kids were like in their teens, they were like, you know, 16, 17, they were high school students. So I usually give that like a half point because the most re- the other shooting that happened, um, where was it? In, was it Florida or was it, it happened in May, I think it was Texas or New Mexico. Yeah, Santa Fe, Texas, I think. Uh, the gentleman, the kid used a shotgun and a pistol. Yep. But it was in a high school, only 10 people were killed, but they didn't really cover that. Why? He didn't use an AR-15. If he used an AR-15, that would have been all over the news. Yeah, Correct. If it doesn't fit the And narrative. what sickened me the most, when that happened, they were actually praising him. I think it was the New York Times or, um, what's the name of the other one? The Washington Post or whoever. They are actually praising him for not using a quote-unquote assault weapon. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you're actually praising somebody for that? Well, the deadliest, uh, sc- the deadliest school killing, mass killing, let's put it that way, uh, happened in Chicago when an former janitor used five gallons of gasoline to lock the students in and burn it down. I didn't hear about that.
For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me it's very important that people are treated like family so the bathrooms are very high end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left you'll notice our retail area over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Paging Dr. Brian Tans. Paging Dr. Brian Tans. Come on the show so we can make your commercial. NewYorkSmile.com, 210 East 68th Street, New York, New York. Come on the show, Doc. In the meantime, all hey, of our listeners... Over here. Yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Doc, when you come in, I need you to bring me some Novocaine and a hypodermic needle. I want to have some fun with Sandy in the temple. A 13-gauge needle and a 20cc syringe. Whatever that means. I'll take yeah. two of them. Uh, Doc, NewYorkSmile.com. Friends and family, Yelp and Google and whatever other social media platforms, Facebook, you go on. Find NewYorkSmile.com. N-E-W-Y-O-R-K. Smile.com. Give them a five-star review. Send them a message. Tell them thank you for supporting Gun For Hire Radio. Doc, get your non-existent ass in here on the show so we could tape a really cool commercial for you. Do not forget the Cheeseman case. 
GoFundMe forward slash restore dash carry dash NJ. They just retained David Jensen, another two-way rock star baby, lives in New York. Uh, was part of a couple of our lawsuits going way back when. David Jensen and I are friends. We see each other two or three times a year at all the NRA functions. He's uh, a huge contributor to the 2A cause, but these guys can't do it alone. I will be making another donation for Christmas for those guys. Please make a donation and put down, I am not an SMP. Do not be a social media patriot, please. But make some donations to these guys. We're all fighting together. Right now, our mag case, we're going to hope to get cert with the Supreme Court. Our Rogers case, we're going to hope to get cert for the Supreme Court. And of course, the Cheeseman and Jiller case, we're hoping to get them up to the Supreme Court too, if it's necessary. Uh, but if not, we want to keep New Jersey focused on different fronts and different angles. Every case has its own merits, okay? If you do not donate, I will have J Factor put you in a headlock. And if you've seen J Factor, you're in big trouble. So that's my uh, my thing right now I wanted to talk about. Uh, I am, again, running for NRA board, and the ballots will be coming out in January. We're going to be mailing postcards out as well. Sherry, thank you so much for entering everything into the Excel sheets. Sherry is from the Saw Group, Second Amendment Women. Uh, we're bartering. She's entering everything in the Excel, and uh, we're going to give her some classes. Uh, one class she's going to take is poise, and another class she's going to take is etiquette. All right, I lied. She's going to take some advanced classes here with the guys. Uh, so... Sandy, uh, real quick, there's this huge thing going on with the NRA and doctors with the stay in your lane. You're familiar with it, John? Uh, I can't really uh, Well, the NRA posted yeah. something telling doctors to stay in their lane and not ask questions about gun violence and stuff. So, of course, doctors started posting emergency room pictures, like bloody floors and stuff, uh, telling the NRA to stay lane. In yeah. their lane. This is our lane. So I th I don't showing think the NRA how detached from reality well, the National Rifle Association. I think the NRA should have left that alone. Absolutely. Okay. Well, at the same time, you shouldn't be posting pictures like that because that is a you know that's a sacred thing with your doctor. And there's a doctor in trouble in New Jersey from yeah. UMDNJ in Newark. She posted a bloody floor picture. From last I heard, she's suspended without pay. Uh, during an investigation because yeah, you should not have posted that. You're not supposed to. That is a, technically a HIPAA violation. Even though there's no picture of a patient, it's you're not supposed to show that, you know, unless there's written It's just consent. absolutely classless, yeah. too. Real quick, Michael Fody Jr., the owner of Retro Fitness in Wayne, sent me a huge email because he heard about the one-star review I got on Gun for Hire Radio in the in the podcast app, mm -hmm. uh, iTunes, by the way, because right. a guy gave us a one-star review because uh, the show, remember the blank show? Yeah. And then we fixed it an hour later. Yeah. So he decided to give us a one-star review, oh, which lowers us in the ratings. That's yeah. Good, he you. actually sent me an apology and changed it to five-star after he saw my rant calling him out by name. Nice. Uh, because I, I'm, I'm like, you know, Trump is a counter-puncher. Mm -hmm. I'm a constant puncher. If you hit me once, I'm going to hit you until my arm falls off. Rabbit punches. Yes, until I cannot lift my arm anymore, and then I'll probably switch to the to sole of my arm. shoe. Yeah, yeah what well, doesn't matter, but he's telling me, you know, that he came in, and uh, Jimmy is such an asset to my business and the rest of my staff. He came in 9.15 at night, the night before opening day for pheasant, and his O-ring barrel seal needed to be replaced, and Jimmy grabbed it, brought it into the gunsmith room, replaced the seal, had him test the gun 
gun and send him off on his way. And he wrote, Gun for Hire is both a beacon for the Second Amendment and a friendly place to be. Looking forward to the great expansion. Happy and very Merry Christmas. Michael Fody Jr., uh, Retro Fitness and Wayne. From one business owner to another, Mike, thank you very much. By the way, we have, you know... We hey, thanks for crapping all over us, by the way. Who? <laughs> oh, that other guy. The other guy, yeah. yeah. We have... Uh, We've donated, Gun for Hire, Woodland Park Range, in six years, has donated almost $400,000 to uh, causes, local and national causes, from canines to warriors to local stuff, guns and stuff for the firemen, and, you know, Scott Air Packs for the firemen, and and AED machines and everything. Oh, yeah? Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a, like I said, I was an EMT and firefighter over in Little Falls, so thank you Appreciate it. We let the Little Falls police qualify here for free. Excellent. Uh, You know, we're not only the, the, the nicest gun range in the New York metropolitan area, people don't realize were the tip of the spear in a two-way fight. I sacrificed my freedom. I couldn't have a gun for three years. I can't say anything more than that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because it's sealed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we donate. We have great membership benefits. We're out there fighting for your rights every day. After my expungement went through, I'm a free man again. I went right back to shooting gun videos and right back to getting people's faces online again. I've had three of my five lawyers already tell me to tone it down because there's a big target on my back. I told them I pay you guys to get me out of trouble, not to keep me out of trouble. Right. So <laughs> that's that's the way it's going to be. The other thing we just started offering is uh, we have... Other ranges unscrupulously were advertising that they had $25 FFL transfers, which which we did for five and a half years. We $15 for the mandatory illegal New Jersey Knicks check, and then $5 for us for paperwork. Well, we changed it now. We're doing free FFL transfers. We're only charging the $15 mandatory illegal Knicks check. If you're a member of the range, it costs you $15 transfer gun. Yes, redundant mandatory illegal uh, exchange. So if you haven't been here already, check us out. The expansion will be done. The first floor will be done in a few months, and the second floor will be done a few months after that. Uh, We had a couple of hiccups, which I'll talk about uh, during the grand opening. But, again, we are the tip of the spear. Uh, Nobody else sticks their neck out for a two-way rights in the state of New Jersey. The close second would be uh, Bob Viden down at Bob's Little Sports Shop in Vineland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob was a longtime NRA board member. He's on the board with me with ANJRPC, and uh, he's also a 2A fighter. He's getting older now, but he still tries to stay active. But And he goes to Trenton all the time and everything. You know, we have all these ranges and stuff, and it's pathetic when you when you see who's turning yeah. out fighting yeah. for our that, rights. That, you know? that, it's very true. And I always say support those who support you, support those who support us. You know, uh, last week, uh, earlier this week, Tony Simon had the secondist for every one. He had 35 new shooters of every size, shape, and color. You know, we open our doors up for that, for the saw group and everything. So y- anybody can build a gun range, but not everybody can build a community and fight for your rights around it. And and that's how I feel because I live, eat, breathe, and poop this 24-7. And I don't care. Uh, you know, this uh, this whole magazine thing and going to Trenton, if we're going to have another rally or a shutdown, I have a great idea for that. I am willing to go to prison. I mean, I go down to Trenton and I tell them I will not comply. I figure, you know, if I get locked up for a couple of months, I bet you I could knock 20 pounds off. What mm. do you think, Sandy? Yeah, probably good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about that. Be somebody's best friend for a while. Stop it. <laughs> as long as I'm pitching and not catching. That's true. Sharing so, is caring. Oh, <laughs> anyway, back to where we're going. All right, so John, where are you living now? So... I'm home for Christmas uh, to see my family. They usually give you like a month for summer and uh, Christmas vacation. 
Uh, so I'm currently living in Tucson, Arizona, just doing my uh, rotations. And then I'm hoping, like I said, to maybe either come back to New Jersey or maybe even practice out there for uh, trauma surgery. I would like to come back here, though, because as, as I've said, I uh, was a EMT and I was all over North North and Central Jersey, um, you know, just transporting patients. I went to pretty much every hospital in this area. So I know the hospital system and I know what to expect at each, each hospital because that's one of the problems that a lot of doctors don't think about when they're applying to residency. They just want to get the high scores and all that, but then they apply to these mm -hmm. programs and it's like, yeah, I want to work here, but they don't know here, you know, they don't know what to expect from here. So that's what I guess you could say kind of makes me different. I just, I know what to expect in this state. I know what to expect in this area and I know what I can give back to this area. Plus after living in Mexico for those two years and having the opportunity to actually work with people who actually lived in abject poverty. I mean, you, I can't even begin to describe. I've been to Egypt. Uh, this is yeah. I've been, I've been when you leave the it's suburbs worse. of Cairo, the people are living in mud huts. Yes, and I, they're wearing Coke and, and two liter Coke bottles for shoes. And and mud Flattened huts out. would be an yeah. improvement. Would be actually yeah. a good decent neighborhood in certain parts. Yeah. Of like they don't even have potable water, right? right? Yeah, in Mexico, yeah. The um, so I got two things here. I did a little excursion out to the state of Nayarit, which is a state just north of Jalisco. It's like a five-hour drive. And these people were living in literal poverty. Like, the, these people were living not in so much mud huts, but just like basic square squalor. buildings. Yeah. Absolute squalor. Bugs yeah. everywhere. Uh, they were basically drinking, swimming, drinking and swimming in the same water that they washed their clothes and their animals grazed in, and they would dump their sewage in. And we had to go in there and actually, you know, treat them. So I was very fortunate to see that because it was like actually living in a National Geographic special. It was wow. just amazing that National, Geogra National Geographic doesn't cover anything. Like you, it, you actually have to go to these places. And in America, our young kids' biggest problem is they don't get a full charge out of their iPhone. Or they day. get the wrong color and they smash it. Right. But here's another thing. Like I also worked with um, the immigrants that were trying to enter our country illegally. I know a lot of people, some people have actually given me like uh, crap for that because it's like, oh, why did you help them? I'm like, as a healthcare provider, human I don't care. Yes. At the end of the day, you're a human being. I recognize help. all of the fence jumpers as human beings as well, they are. by the way. Yes. You know, I, I, I do. I don't say we should shoot them out of a catapult. We should yeah. do that with felons and child molesters. Exactly. That's another story. So, it's... I I'll volunteer I, for that. <laughs> I don't agree with what they're doing, but, you know... I understand why I they're understand doing it. I understand why they're doing it. Exactly. If you see where they come from and what they have to do with them. Yeah, it's like if someone comes to me and whether Democrat, Republican, or Independent, like I'm not going to not treat you because you're political views. You're a human. You need help. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator. This year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, 
rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio. The most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. And this segment is brought to you by Shooter's Gauntlet. Shooter'sGauntlet.com is located in Monroton, PA, near uh, Tobihana, PA. Uh, Bob Ramo runs a first-class operation, hosts machine gun shoots twice a year. Joshua Prince is there all the time. He is the Evan Napid, excuse me, of Pennsylvania. Hmm. Ramo has a 1,500-yard long-distance range that we use for our long-distance classes. He also has zip lining and shooting and other multiple ranges. It's in a beautiful town. There's beautiful hotels, restaurants, and diners in the area. So check it's a out good gun show out there, too, I think. I have no movie. idea. I don't yeah. go to gun shows anymore. They smell like uh, sweat, fear, mothballs, and ask open ass crack. Yep. So I don't go to gun shows anymore. So it's one of my favorite. It's where a good yeah. sinus infection comes in handy. You will see more uh, jazzies with guys wearing coveralls with no undershirts that are morbidly obese at a gun show than you will see anywhere <laughs> else in your <laughs> entire you, life. You just pretty much nailed Things it. that and make then you then go, buh. And then, they, <laughs> and then they scoot by you and you get the smell of unwashed hair. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's so it's, it's so right, usually so right at pleasurable at, uh, at face level. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm out. So listen <laughs> to this. I have mixed feelings on this article. Okay, Auburn Hills, Michigan. Facu- faculty members in Oakland University in suburban Detroit have received hockey pucks, and they're being trained to use them to potentially thwart active shooters. They gave out 1,700 hockey pucks. Now, I'm going to tell you why I have mixed feelings, because I've been saying for eight years rush that we nut. should rush the nut. So, But I don't know. You better have good aim if you're going to clock somebody in the head with a hockey puck. I'm telling you Is right now. Is there a limit to the capacity of hockey pucks? You can only, In New Jersey, you can only have three hockey pucks. Oh. All right. Now, hockey pucks are heavy, and you, know, you get hit in the head with it, but I think... But you've got to hit what you're aiming at. Correct. Instead of teaching... Is there, is there like a... Practice for this. You know, uh, yeah, they have a driving range. Driving in the range basement. for hockey pucks. <laughs> you know, you think about it. You get hit in the head with a hockey puck. If you don't get a direct hit, and knock them out. They're going to turn around and fire on you. I think you're better off just rushing the yeah. nut. But I do like the trend that they're thinking this way, rather than run and cower 
and hide in place and yeah. wait to be lambs to the slaughter. Yeah. Uh, the problem is our basic societal premise today is to run and cower for everything. Right, in a corner, fish in a barrel type of thing. That's how yes. it is over at uh, Seg Valley. My brother was telling me uh, they have what's called the Code Green. That's active shooter. And... Um, he was telling me that usually they just, you just line up against the wall and they shut the lights off to see that no one's in the classroom. And it's like, well, if the shooter is go, goes to that school and he knows how the code green works, he's going to know that not every, you know, all these classrooms are full. And Correct. most of these shooters are one students of the thing, and very One of the things I saw today, actually, it's one of these, like, reinforced um, doors. They have, like, a, it's like a red hunk of metal. It goes thing. on the floor. Yeah. I think that would be a great step in the right direction. So do I. Because we have cops at PV already. I think they have like two or three officers there, and I believe the principal also was allowed to carry because he was a former police officer with Little Falls. So, okay, they have active security there, and if they can change all those doors out with those uh, super locks, we always be great. have budget problems until a tragedy strikes. Because the other reason is we focus on the gun all the time, yeah, and exactly. not addressing the right. actual issues. Yeah. You know, NRA has the School Shield program. Since Newtown happened, they will come in for free and assess and give re recommendations. And there's grant money. And a few hundred schools in non-liberal enclaves have taken the NRA up on their School Shield program. The Secret Service offers a program very similar to NRA School Shield. But the problem is when you're fixated and on just right. on being anti-gun, right. you're not going to get anything done, and you're just hoping for the best, but then you can expect the worst. Quick, quick uh, um, letter from Chris Kent, my warrior who moved down to the Carolinas. He wrote you. He wrote the good news is that I love the tip of the spear brand Gun for Hire at Radio and Hands Rant. The range here offers no NRA classes, no CCW classes, nice people, clean facility, but nothing remo remotely resembling Gun for Hire. The scope and quality of your training is like any other. I'm spoiled, okay? And he did. He started with first test pistol when I started back in Belleville, and the rest is history. He's taken every other class, including simunitions, okay? He's a lawyer and a, and a chiropractor. Remember Dr. Christopher Kent? He had a stroke, too. He has a little bit of a disability, but, man, could he kick ass. So he wrote to me that... Uh, what makes this out of the ordinary is that I'm a stroke patient with disabilities. Instead of turning me away, the Gun for Hire family did what needed to be done and able to me to qualify. Their can-do attitude was inspiring. Gun for Hire is enriching lives, fighting for freedom, embracing diversity, and making the world a safer place. Miss you guys. Chris, we miss you too. He used to fight fighter jets, fly fighter jets too. Oh. He's a badass. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's talk about this article a little bit, guys and, and girls. Uh, you ever hear the term Saturday Night Special? Yeah. Okay, well, it was it was derived from cheap guns. Yeah. Davis, Brico, Jennings, and a bunch of other little cheap guns. Sandy, you probably couldn't open the article because you're too cheap to get the Wall Street Journal on the <laughs> link that I sent you. But what's happening is uh, a lot of Americans that are getting uh, concealed carry permits or states where they allow open carry... A lot of people are buying these really cheap two-shot Derringers and these little 380 six-shot semi-automatics. And the biggest manufacturer is Cobra Enterprises in Utah. They make a little pocket two-shot Derringer. These guns have little or no safeties, no no safety devices, mm -hmm. no inertia devices like a Glock or a Smith and Wesson. When when they when they when they uh, when they're dropped and. We've gotten, since 2007, 17.2 million people have gotten carry permits throughout the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, since 2007. That's more than we had. 
and 12 states allow it without a permit. And these guns sell for $100 or less. Oh, wow. Yeah, Cobra has been sued 15 times in the past decade for guns going off, discharging accidentally. They have a disclaimer when you buy their Derringer. It says, do not carry it, load it. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's some of well, my there's learning. No, there's no trigger guard. There's no, like you say, there's no inertia device. It's, it's a piece no. of... They're novelty pieces. Yeah, yeah. And, you don't, and you're both doctors in here. We all know what a groin shot looks like, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not very when pretty. You, when you shoot yourself with a derringer. So here's my learning uh, segment. And, you know, Tony Simon talks about uh, making guns affordable so, you know, people, inner city people can get guns too. You can still get quality mm -hmm. guns. Yes. Even the lowly Keltec at $300 is a major step up from Jennings, Brico, Davis, Fink, Venus Arms. And, and it doesn't Phoenix have Arms to be brand Cobra. new. Correct. It can be yeah. a used gun. You can buy a used revolver oh, yeah. for 300 bucks. Right. You, Everybody out there, it's your duty to make sure you have a safe gun and you're trained on how to properly use it, how to properly store it, how to properly transport it. Do not be misled by these $100 guns. This is another thing that gives us a bad name with these Saturday night specials. I started in this game professionally in 92. I started casually in the early 80s. And I used to see those cheap guns. And it was funny because all the gun stores that I hung out in back in the day, they didn't sell those guns. Yeah, nope. right. And the guys that came in looking for magazines for those guns all looked like they were troublemakers. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, not to pigeonhole anybody, but right. you don't want a Saturday night special. You don't want a stamp steel gun. You want our pop metal cast yeah. gun. They're, yeah. they're just yeah. horrible. You have to buy something quality. You have to learn how to use it. You know, modern revolvers and semi-autos, when you drop them, they won't fire. Right. But these junky Saturday night specials and these junky Derringers, they will fire. And not for nothing, but a two-shot Derringer, what are you, Wild oh, yeah. Bill Hickok or right. something? Right. Come on, give me a break. You want a small gun to carry? There's a million different yeah. options Absolutely. of semi-autos and J-frame style revolvers. Yeah. Yeah, right, Beretta, John? Yeah, the Beretta Tomcat, I think, is a pretty good pocket carry. A little 25 ACP. Sure, it's not. it may be anemic, but if you get them in the right spot... Anemic is a great word because I've been saying for years, if you're going to carry a 25 or a 380, carry the largest one you can handle so that when you run out of bullets, you can throw it at the perpetrator <laughs> and run the other way. So this is where I'm going to digress with you, John, and I'm going to say the minimum caliber that you should carry is a 9mm or a 38. And then I'm going to add a disclaimer. If you have some types of disabilities, if you're old and you don't have the upper body strength that you used to have yes a 25 or 22 r 380 is better than nothing one of my favorite rounds is 22 long rifle oh yeah okay that's the uh, nasty you know it not much i'd rather get shot with a 25 acp than a 22 lr for sure velocity wise and yeah, everything yeah. now it doesn't have the kick down power but conversely it doesn't have the recoil so if you have somebody that's experiencing, you know, strength problems or they can't rack a slide back, you know, Smith & Wesson 617 Plus is 10 shots of 22 long rifle. <laughs> you know, you can get yeah. one with a 3-inch barrel. Yeah. That's not a bad little gun. No, no, I would no. have a gunsmith work the trigger and lighten it up a little bit. But to have these other guns, to carry them in your pocket, to carry them in your purse if you're a woman, you are asking for trouble. 
And it gives all of us gun owners a bad name. Yeah. Uh, John yeah, said it spot on. There is no excuse. Sandy said it. You can buy a uh, you can buy a used gun. There's plenty of used guns in the market. They're always coming up on the market. You know, Charter Arms made great revolvers. Smith mm-hmm. and Wesson, uh, Colt, and a, t- a Ruger. The little GP series, the SP one hundred one series. Those guns, man, they made millions of them, and they're out there. When they come out in gun stores, they're a couple of hundred bucks. There's also right. a couple of uh, for people who are into Milserp. Uh, I purchased a Polish Radom a P sixty four. It's like a the Polish version of like a macro, but it looks yes. more like a PPK. Yep. I have to say, uh, it's a great little pocket gun. The only thing is, I don't like the grips on it. Uh, they sell like a an they're like a grip. hard rubber grip, right? Or it's plastic. more like Bakelite. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Bakelite. A Bakelite grip. But I bought like a rubber grip. Yeah, fits my hand perfectly. Uh, came with the whole. And how much was that gun? Uh, the shop I bought it at was about two fifty. But if you go on Classic Firearms, I think they're still selling them for like two nineteen. Yeah, or it's, a, it's a great yeah. gun. And it shoots nine by eighteen. Uh, I'm sure there's conversion barrels to three eighty if people are into that. Um, but you know, don't don't pass up milserps. You know, that's a big big thing now. A lot of people are buying Makarovs for concealed carry because they're so cheap and mm-hmm. they're so reliable. Right, I mean, right. the design's been around since the fifties. You yeah, can't it's a kill seventy it. year old design. Yeah. And I would I would if I had to choose between that or a Cobra Arms two shot Derringer, yeah. I would go with that. Yeah. You know, if just if stay away from the uh, Hungarian one. It has an alloy frame. It's not meant to be shot a lot. So correct. Stay away from that. They're, get a Bul- get a Bulgarian. Get an uh, if you want to spend the money a Russian. Or you get the uh, I think it's the IMES that's the uh, the import model. Were the Hungarian ones designed to be dropped? The Is that hun- why they were lighter? No, the Hungarian oh. the Hungarian design. There was a joke. They in were there. yeah they were just <laughs> meant, yeah right, but the Hungarians designed it so that uh, you only had to use it if needed. It wasn't meant for. While we're talking about Hungarian, yeah. Laszlo from Monster Coatings. I split the Hungarian sausage that you sent to me, the smoked sausage that you brought in at the diversity shoot. Sandy got a. Three foot link, and I got a three foot link. Thank you. I cut a piece off of it. It was deadly. That's my man, Laszlo from Monster Coatings, another huge 2A supporter. John, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Make us proud and be a doctor. You got to grow up and be a doctor. <laughs> we, we need that, all right? We need it. Uh, this guy is out there in the window saying hello to me and waving. I don't know who the hell he is, but it <laughs> seems like it's a good thing for me to wave back. We have Urban Shotgun, Urban Pistol, Urban Carbine, Low Light, No Light. Uh, we have uh, now we changed the class. It's defensive pen and small knife. It's combination class. Oh, very nice. The Kali's and uh, Atenzia Kali and Jimmy made up a new uh, thing. Remember, follow my rants. Support those who support you at Gun for Hire. We're the tip of the spear. Next week we'll try to get some legal legal on the show, Sandy, to talk about what's going on and what the next step is. Cheeseman, Gillard, Factor. When you guys are ready to come on the show, I got a whole show lined up for you. We might tape two shows that day. We might do a J-Factor special with the history of infringement of our rights. He's All right? got so much Yes, yes. I want him up here, and I want him talking. Uh, Rob Bermudez, happy birthday, you shit starer. He was the one who started the last <laughs> rally, and we'll be talking about that. He's going to be coming on the show soon. Allison Puglisi from Behavior Plus, the dog trainers, yes. they want to come back on the show, too. Oh, Sandy's schedule has been a little in flux, ladies and gentlemen, because he has some stuff going on. Once we're back to a normal schedule, we will have all of you on, I promise. John, you got lucky today. <laughs> Thank you again. Well, Sandy, I'm done. 
<laughs> well, looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music is in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York, and the license broadcast music incorporated. On behalf of my host, Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, including Winston. We love you guys. See you next week. I gotta go hide my magazines in my neighbor's basement. <laughs>